All right, so uh, a year from now, you're single. Your girlfriend broke up with you? Yeah. Why'd she break up with me? Um, turns out that uh, she's an actress. Okay. <laughs> she recently got cast on one of those sitcoms where it's like, you know, like a, like a pretty woman marries like a, like a fat slob. Yeah, yeah. I'm King familiar. of queen kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so she really needed to like figure her character out. Really? Okay. So she dated you for like three years or whatever. Oh, great. That's, she's, that's why she was dating me, was research for a role. Yeah. And she's like, uh, Aaron, you know, I got to tell you. you. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Fuck you. So she's like, uh, you know, Aaron, it's, it's been it's been fun. We had some good times. Yeah. We've lived together. You know, we've, we've, we've like made big life decisions together. She's like, yeah, and I'll always cherish those memories uh, when I'm acting. She's like, yeah, the name of the show is called. Um, what? 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 It's called Fatso and the Babe. Great. And Great. it's about the, the whole show is about like this, this, this <clears throat> fucking fat dude who uh, somehow lands, uh, you know, this, uh, this babe. And why uh, do we do this show if all you do is just harass me on it? I'm just telling you what happened. Fatso and the Babe, Pat. <laughs> but like she shows you a script. It's pretty fucking funny. Great. Oh, I'm thrilled. There's a moment in the what's, pilot. What's the main character's name? Uh, well, her, her character name is uh, Angel. Okay. And, uh, and the 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 what's Fatso's name? Pork. <laughs> His first name is Pork. Yeah, Pork. Uh, Pork Peoples is the name of, of this character. The character's name is Pork Peoples. But honestly, the script is very funny. Who plays him? Who plays a big fat guy? Yeah, you can call him Pork Peoples. You've given him a name. Pork Peoples. Um, it's a um unknown. Just started acting. Like he just started acting. What's his? And what's he his name? is good. Uh, Melvin Gratitude. <laughs> Melvin Gratitude. Yeah. He wears like a fat suit when he does it. Oh, they couldn't even hire a fat person. Well, they thought about it, but uh, he was the last one to audition. Uh, that doesn't change the. F- that doesn't change anything. It's called Fatso and the Babe. You couldn't even get an actual fat person? So they were going to have an actual fat person play. Who? A guy named uh, Morty Mumps. But uh, what happened was, and like he was pretty much locked in, but yeah. this fucking guy. Yeah. Shows up. Melvin Gratitude. Yeah. And uh, he did like a monologue mm-hmm. from a, uh, he, wrote a, he wrote a play. When he was in uh, college. What was it called? It's called Maple Syrup and Other Strange Tales. <laughs> Maple s- <sighs> What's a, What the fuck is that about? It's about the invention of maple syrup. Is it historically accurate? No. So what happens is there, there, there's, like, there's like a musical number in the middle of it. What What's is the song they, called? Um, the song is called uh, Maple for You. So it goes maple like, for maple for you, a maple for me. I can't wait to eat this with you because I love you and I love Canada. So it's a very pro-Canada. There's I mean, it a makes lot, sense. Yeah. There's a, a moment in it where uh, the guy, the main character in the play is, is named... Uh, He's just known as Samuel. Okay. The main character of Maple. The yeah. Maple. 
maple syrup and other tales. So he uh, he bites he bites into a, a pancake that has like maple syrup on it. Yeah. And he like he sings a song. He's just it's it's like a ballad. Is he singing like, to the pancakes? Yeah. He's like I never this fucking thought sucks so bad. That I could be happy in this world. I want to marry the pancakes and not a girl. I want to marry the pancake. I want to fuck a fucking pancake. I can't wait to stick my cock inside the pancake. So the play is never produced. Yeah, uh, why why would it be? But so he does so he does a monologue off of a play that he wrote but never produced. Yeah. <sighs> Melvin Gratitude wins the lead role of Fatso and the Babe. He's not even a fat guy. No. And he uses one a monologue he wrote for a musical about a man who wants to fuck pancakes. Yes. He's not a very good writer, but he's a hell of an actor. Great. Great. So uh, anyway, so she gets the part out and everything because of all the research she did. Yeah, uh, because yeah, all the research she had living with a fat slob. I believe that's what you said. The character was a fat slob. Am I right? She brought. She actually like brought some of her experience to like the show writers and what stuff. What the fuck are you talking about, Pat? Um, there's just like a part in like the pilot where like the guy pork pork peoples is like um he's like duh I like baseball uh. I like comedy. Where's the hot sauce for my burger? Any mayonnaise? And you're like, you said that exact phrase. One time. One time. So she had, she took this isolated moment of me saying, where's the hot sauce for my burger? Yeah. Got any mayonnaise? That's what she took from four years? Every time... Uh, Every time uh, they play like that, but I'm loving it. Like you call it your national anthem. Like That's you stand not up my and national like, salute it and stuff. No, and I don't. Pat. Fart and stuff. No, and I don't. They had that part to it. Uh, so you're a little annoyed, but you're like, oh, whatever. So on the show, anytime the Mc- uh, McDonald's commercial plays, it's sponsored by McDonald's. Okay, Fats on the Babe. Yeah. Anytime a McDonald's <laughs> commercial plays, they call Fatso. it Mickey Days, Mickey D's Monday Nights. <sighs> dot 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 of laughter. That sucks. He stands up and just farts as he salutes. That's it. Actually, becomes like a big like pop culture thing. Yeah, cool. Who fucking cares at this point? So my girlfriend leaves me because she's after she's gotten everything she could of research out of me. She's a method actress, yeah, and she's pretty good, dude. They yeah, have good for her, yeah. But I'm I'm fatso on the television. Well, that's, I mean, that's that's me. It's based on me. No, it's not based on you. It's certainly influenced by me, Pat. It's, well, no, only a few only a few things are influenced by you. But like the character was created before. She was just like, look, I just need some time to figure this out. So she dated you for look, three years. I mean, soon to be four. So, for, so about four years, she dated you to uh, really figure this part out. And honestly, so like, that was like, the motivation. Like, when you watch the show, you're not because like, she loved me as a human being and as a partner. As a supportive man, but uh, because I was source material for a fat slob. I mean, she thought a, you were cool. For a primetime TV show. She learned to like you. Yeah. Pat. And honestly, what like when you watch doing? the show, like 
it's pretty funny. Like you're kind of glad. I'm not she, watching that show. Glad that. she did it. I'm not watching so that funny, show. And it's so like I'm not watching that show. My heart is broken. The fat so is me. I'm not watching that fucking show. Yeah. I'm not a glutton for punishment. Okay. But people are talking about it. I don't give a fuck, Pat. So um, basically, uh, you kind of like channel your grief into uh, a new business. Great. You st- you st- you run like a restaurant. It's like it just it just serves soup. They have those already. But it's but this is like changing the way that people look at soup. I I, I run a revol- revolutionary soup restaurant. Yeah. It's called That's Just Super. It's S- the name of the restaurant. S-O-U- is there an O in super? No, it's just spelled S-U-P-E-R. Okay. And you didn't realize that it was a pun until afterward. I didn't like, re- How the fuck did I not realize I'm that, Matt? I'm telling you. And then people, people were like, oh, it's a pretty funny pun. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> but like, honestly, dude, it's... And you're like super into the job. Am I super into it? <laughs> You uh like you're making stuff that like, like that no one even it never like you made you make like a blueberry soup. You have one thing called uh, the Monday morning mashup, and what it is, it's all the leftover soups from the weekend, and you mash them together. I mash them. Are they solid? No, 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 no. It's just like a mashup in the sense of like you're combining them all. Oh, I just it's a soup suicide. Yeah, basically. A suicide. A suicide, yeah. And like basically, so uh the Monday morning mashup, people come in and like you'd think that they would taste terrible. Yeah. They're fucking great. No, they're not. People bad. love them. Like there's a line out the door every Monday morning. Whoa. They walk in, they're like, Aaron, and you go, You ready to get mashed? Why would the fuck would I say that? It's just like an extra thing you bring to the job. Whatever. So, um, okay. but it's like yeah, yeah. You have one soup that tastes just like a like a turkey club. What's it, what's it called? Oh, it's called um, it's called uh, just turkin around. Dot 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 club. You have one that tastes like uh, communion wafers. Why? Why, Pat? It's a thing that you started, uh, like during uh, like Lent. You were like, you know, and I got to reach out to these, uh, you know, these guys. You think to yourself, you know, they're wrong about God, but, you know, that doesn't mean they don't deserve a nice cup of soup. So um, you basically make a soup that tastes just like communion wafers and just like meat. What? For Friday. Because, you know, Catholics during Lent, they can't eat meat on Fridays. What What kind of meat are you talking about? It changes from week to week. Sometimes you make it taste like just like a... Beef, ground beef. Sometimes ground, I serve a soup that tastes like ground beef. Yeah. Or like soup that tastes like... Uh, that sounds fucking awful, Pat. That's like, just a, a beef flavored, like a ground beef. What about like a ground beef soup? There's potatoes. Oh, okay. So it's not, it just doesn't taste like beef and only beef. Sliced carrots. Why are you... Shallots. <laughs> Do you have one where it's like a... It tastes just like... um. Tastes just like a rattlesnake, which is honestly delicious. Yeah, there's probably one that's veal. I feel like the danger, the more dangerous the thing, the more delicious it tastes. Yeah, you know that's always been your thing. Like you've never like you obviously enjoy hamburgers and stuff, but when you eat them, you think <laughs> obviously, obviously, but when you eat them, you think to yourself like, yeah, but where's the danger? 
I mean, a cow is pretty fucking dangerous, you know, if it wants to be. You have bear soup. Now, this one fucking titillates. Why do you say it like that? Every time you take a, a sip of bear soup, your toes curl so tightly that it takes you about five minutes to get them uncurled. Five minutes? I have a I have an extreme cramp for five minutes. It's just like they're like stuck, dude. That's terrifying, Pat. Your uh, breath gets kind of shallow. That's the soup is gonna fucking kill me. Face turns red. Why am I eating this soup? Because it's so dangerous. Yeah, that it sounds dangerous. Yeah. I why the fuck would I do that to myself? Uh, you know, you're just no, saying, I don't. You're you know, you're grieving. <sighs> So what happens is uh, you're doing this restaurant and it's kind of like your passion, but it is not making any money. Yeah. Why the fuck would it? It sounds awful. One night you're at home. It's a rare night off. So even though I have like a line out the door, I'm not making any money. That's just on Monday morning mashups. And it's not like, I mean, you do have people coming in. It's just like, it's just not making, you're losing money. dude. Why am I not doing that fucking mashup thing all the time? Because you can't think of any, you can't think of an alliteration better than Monday morning mashup. So uh, what happens is uh, you're hanging out. It could be anything. You just the next day um, you decide you guys aren't going to open just because the next day is like uh, like Labor Day or whatever. Great. You're like you know I'm, I'm going to get myself the day. I think I've earned it. So you're sitting at home, you know, curled up on the couch, and you think to yourself, you know what? I've never done that thing where you um, you do like a Dark Side of the Moon while you watch uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And you think to yourself, you know what? I'm going to try it. Fuck Why it. the fuck would I do that? You're just bored. There's an infinite number of things I would rather do before that. But you've never done it. So you yeah. think to yourself, you know what? I'm going to try one new thing. Like, like your life has just been routine uh, for the whole time that you've, you've had. And I picked uh, the stupidest thing to super. do. I'm sorry? And I picked the dumbest thing to do. Because you've never done it. You want to do something new. So you sync it up, and like, there's definitely a few like interesting things that happen. Yeah, like what? Um, well, she, well, they like in the lyric where they say "balance on the perfect wave." She's balancing on a uh, uh, a fence. Uh, right when uh, the song "Money" starts and the the cash register sound effect goes off, it turns from black and white to like color, just stuff like that. This is pretty cool. And then, uh, I, but there's a part of this movie that you you don't remember. Isn't there a dead kid in the background somewhere? Um, there is, there's an urban legend that there is a dead, uh, um, uh, little person in the background. Yeah. It's true. It actually opens its eyes and smiles at you for a second. When you blink, it's got like, it's back normal. Great. But there's like a part of this movie. You've seen it before. They don't remember where like Dorothy's, uh, she kind of like glances at the, uh, screen for a split second. She looks like, like she's listening to someone. She looks horrified. Okay. She holds up a piece of paper that says, you've been chosen. Fuck you. Your phone rings. What do you do? I'm not answering my phone, Pat. I'm not answering it. No? No. Why? Because Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz just held up a sign saying I was chosen, and then my phone went off. She holds up a new phone, a new, uh, a new f- piece of paper that says, answer your phone, Aaron. No, I turn off the goddamn TV. Get the fuck out of here, Dorothy. I don't want any part of this. Sure. I No. So you turn off the TV. Your hand kind of hurts a little bit when you turn it off. Why? Almost like the remote control is fighting back. But you get the TV turned off. And you think to yourself, well, you know what? I'm just going to uh, lay down for a minute. Yeah. You go into uh, your bedroom 
and uh, there's a piece of paper on your bed. Great. It says Aaron, and then parentheses Brooks. What do you do? I racked my brain how that piece of paper got there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I lay down. I'm absolutely terrified, and I have no one to talk to. We have a roommate. His name is uh, Wally. God damn it, Pat. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Wally Russ. Wally Russ. He's a wear uh, walrus. Yeah. And what happens is uh, when it's a full moon, he'll like leave and like, yeah. you know, try to find, you know, aquatic things to eat. But uh, pray. Yeah. Pray. But he's a pretty cool guy. He definitely pays rent on time. And like, yeah, I know. You use his Netflix and stuff. He has terrible taste in movies. I have my own. Do you uh, read the note? Yeah, I read the fucking note. If I have, it's probably from Wally. It says, uh, hey, Aaron, it's Wally, your roommate. Um, these guys called from uh, some group called the Lanolax Corporation. They really need to talk to you. And he gives a uh, like a callback number. Yeah. What do you do? I'm not calling. I'm not. I'm terrified, Pat. Why? Because Judy Garland told me to pick up my fucking phone when it rang. And then she told me again. Yeah. No. Okay. So, um, what do you, you know, I mean, that would be absolutely horrifying. Right. So you go to sleep, you <laughs> dream of like this light in the distance of deep space. And you yeah. think to yourself, you don't know where this thought comes from, that it's like the source of all life of the universe. Yeah. You wake up, you go to work. That's just super. Uh, you decide, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to open. Because you kind of feel like kind of weirded out by the events of last night. Yeah, I probably just want to get out of the house. Yeah, you get out of the house, you, you go to work, you park, and standing at the door of your business is a man. He has like a skull tattoo on his face. Yeah. Over his whole face? Yeah. Great. He's wearing like a dark uh, Great. blue suit. Uh-huh. There's an L over his uh, breast pocket. Yeah. What do you do? I say we don't open up for another hour or whatever. He goes, oh, I know that, Aaron. Uh, do you have a moment to talk? My I, name is uh, Victor Cross. I, say, of the I really Lanolax don't. Corporation. I have to open up a restaurant. Yeah. I really, I really don't have time. He goes, I think we should talk. I think I'm going to work. He goes, okay. You know? And he goes, well, if you change your mind... Look at the sun and blink three times. He turns into a rainbow and like kind of teleports away. Awesome. This is terrifying, Pat. So you I wouldn't trust anyone. I wouldn't trust anything. I'm probably not opening up the restaurant. I'm probably just going there to hide. Because they're in my home. <laughs> a strange man just turned into a fucking rainbow <laughs> and bounced away, Pat. Yeah. So you terrified. Go, you go in and you kind of like throw yourself into work. You get everything set up. It's just you there that day. And you're kind of like, all right, well, I got everything going, whatever. Nine o'clock rolls around. First customer day walks in. He's this dude. He's like, hey, you Aaron? Say, yeah. He's like, you own this place? Yes. He goes, all right, well, you've been served. And gives you like a, an envelope. Great. That says that you have to go to court because you uh, have been like, fa you've fallen behind on rent payment. <laughs> I've fallen behind on rent. So I get I get served papers. Yeah, like like for the business, not for your. Oh, okay, for the yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and he goes and he looks at you and he just goes, 
fuck you, you scum. Get the fuck out of my soup joint. He gives you both fingers and walks out. Fuck you. I say to him as he leaves. He goes, pay your rent, stupid. I go, shut the fuck up, you he, lackey. He goes, only fucking vagrants Get the fuck out rent. of here. I have a bunch of hot soup around me. And he goes, I dare you, bitch. And he walks out. Get the fuck out of here, you piece of trash. He slams the door so hard that it, like there's like a crack. I call the, the police immediately. I call the police instantly. Yeah. I'm I'm a middle-aged, straight white dude. Yeah. They're for me. Okay. Hey, uh, 911, this is Groove and Gary. I say, hey, Groove and Gary, um, I run the soup shop. I don't give a fuck. I say, a guy just slammed the door and broke my window. He's like, oh, no. He's like, yeah. what soup shop do you work at? I don't remember. It was so long ago in the episode. I don't remember what and he, it was and called. And he goes, is it called? It's not called. It's not that's just super, is it? Yeah, it is. He it, goes, a dumb oh, pun. my God. I love Thank you, that Groovy place. Gary. He Can goes, you send somebody, please? Because I, I fear for my life. He goes, don't worry, brother. I'm on the way. No, no, up. no. I call 911 back immediately. It's like, 911, this is... Uh, Sharon. I go, Sharon, I just talked to Groove and Gary about somebody destroying my personal property. He said he was on the way personally. And she goes, Did you send a police officer? There's a very long silence. And she goes, What did you say his name was? Groove and Gary, Karen. And she's like, There's a very long silence. Karen. Almost so long that, uh, Shannon, almost so long that Shannon, you, that you think that like she's hung up. And maybe, Yeah, what the fuck? This is 911. And she goes, She goes, Groove and Gary was the man who hired me. He died. I don't give a fuck about this. Today. Are you sending a cop or not? Line goes dead. So basically, you're in debt uh, $16,000 for rent. 16 large. 16 large. And you, uh, and then you look at that crack and you think to yourself, man, that'll probably cost about $1,000 to fix. I'm going to fucking find that guy and sue his ass. So you, you I mean, owe about 17 large. I'm going to. Like, I'm going to get his license plate as he leaves. You know what I mean? Just runs away. <sighs> I'd be so fucking he, like, mad. He, bounds away. He can jump really high. Well, you know what? So uh, I'm sure I have insurance. That man with the uh, skull tattoo walks back in. God damn it, Pat. He goes, hey, Aaron. It's me, Victor Cross again. Um, really uh, would like to talk to you. Well, my business is open. If you want to buy some soup, I'll hang out here. He just sighs deeply. Also, can you get the cops to show up? He's like, what? Can you call the police? Somebody just broke my fucking door. He's like, holy shit. Yeah, hold on. And he calls 911. He's like, hey. Yeah. Um, and he kind of describes the situation. Yeah. He hangs up. He's like, okay. They'll be on the way. Great. And he goes, so you don't want to talk? Uh, if you want to buy some soup, I'm willing to talk to a customer. And he goes, I'm all right, fine. Right he goes, I'm struggling for cash. He goes, yeah. that's what I have to talk to you about, Mr. Well, Brooks. Well, we'll start with this $4 and buy a goddamn cup of soup. Maybe a soda or a roll. I don't know what else there. So he gets like a, a small cup of uh, tomato basil. Yeah. And uh, before you uh, <clears throat> before you give it to him, you actually like take a little sample yourself, make sure it's okay. You take yeah. a, you take a little sip. From where? You pour into a different cup. Oh, it's that's not I'm cup. not gonna take. No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's just you just have to. You know, that's what chefs do. They sample yeah. everything. You take a sip of the soup. Yeah. It's the best soup. Great. You've ever had. I'm thrilled. In your life. I'm passionate about my job. So you uh, sell him the um, tomato, basil. tomato basil. And he kind of goes, all right, Aaron. Well, too bad we can get a deal. And he, he I'm here he goes, to talk here to you. Go. you. Five bucks. He walks out. 
I mean, he's a like. I want to talk to him. I'm saying, like, come inside, get some soup. Let's talk. It's a fucking deal. But he kind of misunderstood, so he just like left. And you're like, why? Well, I, I would stop him immediately, Pat. There's nobody else in this place. Yeah, but he turned as soon as he got the soup, he turned through the rainbow again and disappeared. Great. Once you take the recipe and then open up uh, a competing soup restaurant that slowly drives me out of business and eventually insane. So uh, next week, the week goes by. You're kind of like. Oh, whatever. You kind of forget everything that had happened. How? I'm seventeen thousand dollars in debt. Well, that you remember, but the whole the weird encounter. What happened everyone. to my door? The cops ever show up? Yeah, the cops eventually came. This guy showed up. He's like, "Hey, I'm Sergeant um, Jackson Pollock." Like the like. He goes, "Yeah, I like the fucking painter. Ha ha, tough guy." And he's like, "So what? What happened here?" A guy came in. He served me. A subpoena. He slammed the door and broke the glass as he walked out. He looks up. He's like, oh, that glass there? Yeah. He's like, I can buff that out for you. You can't buff a fucking crack out of glass. You're a cop. Not a goddamn. He goes, you have a screwdriver? Yeah, I run a soup. I run a soup restaurant. So he got the screwdriver from you. And I actually don't touch my fucking window. Manages to buffer out like the thing. And he goes, well, problem solved. He goes, and I'll have a large blueberry fudge soup oh god was on the menu so well then i would give him a guy i'd sell him a fucking soup you sell him a soup he's the only customer that comes in great um you eventually just like go out of business great uh just because you owe so much money yeah uh so goes that's just super goes out of business eventually it's replaced uh by a uh a store that sells uh, hardcore pornography. Yeah. And it's called uh, the Porno Store. They right. fucking do gangbusters, okay. dude. Yeah. You Gang go home. bangers, too, probably. You go home, and you're like, ah, what's my next thing to do in life? <laughs> you sit down. You turn on the TV, and it's uh, a new episode of Fatty and the Babe. Great. Fatso and the Babe. Fatso and the Babe. And this episode is about like Fatso uh, decides to pork, aka pork peebles, but everyone calls him Fatso. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he decides to open up a uh, a soup restaurant. Fuck this, Pat. And you know it, what I mean? It, I change the channel instantly. I change the channel immediately. I don't need. I don't need to see that. You change the channel. You fall asleep on the couch. Great. Um, you fall asleep watching um, the show called Chunks. It's uh, but these two guys, Howie and Chip, and what they do is they just like break things, they chunk things into smaller pieces. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they actually are chunking your restaurant. Great. You're now a closed restaurant, and they're like, "Wow, I bet a real idiot owned this place." They just laugh. They chunk it. You fall. Why is it so mean? Why is it all so mean? Why is every channel I turn to on television just tearing apart my life, Pat? I'm just telling you what happens. I mean, I don't know. So, uh. You wake up about uh, five hours later. Uh, there's a knife at your throat. And this guy's like, the guy who is suing you, he's like, why couldn't you just pay my fuck? Just pay the rent. He goes, so why don't you just pay the rent? So you're going to slice my goddamn throat? Immediately. Goddamn it. Blood pours. How's he get, that's, that's the number one rule. You don't everywhere. kill people. You beat them up. Yeah. The, uh, her person can still pay you. So the blood uh, gets everywhere. Great. And who fucking look, cares, Pat? He just uh, looks at you and he just goes, well, I'll be taking these. He takes both your, he plucks both your eyeballs out of your face <laughs> and walks outside. God damn. Your roommate, Wally Ross, walks outside, like walks out and he sees you and he goes, holy shit. And then he turns into a walrus and uh, laps up all the blood. 
and you die. <laughs> you needed money you so bad, had... and you just wouldn't even take Victor Cross's. I tried to talk to him when he came in to buy some goddamn blueberry fudge soup. It's too late. The son of a bitch left. That all fucking sucks. Soup Pat. becomes illegal in Austin. For I don't the next give a shit. Years. I'm dead, Pat. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you fucking die. Yeah. Bitch. 